ODOT awards Cleveland $2.5 million to study the Browns' lakefront proposal. Ohio could receive as much as a billion dollars from the massive opioid settlement. And federal prosecutors portray Councilman Ken Johnson as a swindler who fleeced taxpayers. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, July 22nd. I'm reporter Robin Goist. The Ohio Department of Transportation awarded $2.5 million to the city of Cleveland on Wednesday for a preliminary traffic engineering and economic development impact study of a proposal to extend the downtown mall to the Lake Erie waterfront. The announcement came during a meeting of the Transportation Review Advisory Council, TRAC. Cleveland applied to TRAC in April for $6.5 million to pay for a detailed feasibility study of a proposal by Haslam Sports Group, owners of the Cleveland Browns, to extend the mall to the lakefront over railroad lines and the Ohio 2 shoreway. Cleveland later revised its TRAC request to $5.6 million. It also pledged to spend $2.5 million in matching money on the study, which would have brought the total to $8.1 million. The ODOT award and the city's money now bring the project to $5 million, $3.1 million short of the original goal. But the Haslam Sports Group said it's pleased by Wednesday's outcome, and Mayor Frank Jackson's office said now that funds have been committed, a scope for the initial phase of work will be finalized. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost and other state AGs have reached a $26 billion deal with the nation's three largest pharmaceutical distributors and drug maker Johnson & Johnson to settle thousands of lawsuits related to the company's role in the opioid epidemic. Ohio could receive as much as a billion dollars as part of the deal, with the money going to help reduce opioid addictions and help people with addiction get treatment. Drug distributors Amerisource Bergen, McKesson, and Columbus-based Cardinal Health will pay $21 billion over seven years, according to Yoast. The companies also agreed to take other steps to curb opioid abuse, such as sharing information about opioid distribution with each other and with government regulators to ensure no communities are oversaturated with pills. Johnson & Johnson, which previously sold some pills and the raw materials used in opioids, has agreed to pay $5 billion over nine years and won't manufacture any opioids for the next decade. Federal prosecutors on Wednesday portrayed longtime Cleveland City Councilman Kenneth Johnson as a swindler who repeatedly bilked the city by pocketing tens of thousands of dollars through schemes that went undetected for years. In his opening statements, Assistant U.S. Attorney Justin Gold said the case was about money and manipulation and that Johnson cheated the city month after month, year after year. Johnson's defense attorney said prosecutors provided only a tiny glimpse on the councilman's work, arguing that Johnson served residents in Ward 4 long ignored by Cleveland's corporate community and stressed that Johnson acted in good faith in his dealings as a member of council. The 75-year-old is accused of 15 charges, including two counts of conspiracy to commit theft from a federal program, tampering with a witness, falsifying records during an investigation, and aiding and assisting in preparing false tax returns. The trial is expected to last two weeks. Some of the homeless men who were booted from the Independence Ramada were among about two dozen people who attended this week's Cuyahoga County Council meeting to protest the ouster brought on by Independence Mayor Gregory Kurtz and County Executive Armin Budish. But Budish wasn't there to hear it because he was out of town for a short vacation. 
A few of the speakers noted his absence from council chambers during an hour-long public speaking period that drew comments of outrage from at least one resident forced to leave the Ramada, the hotel's lawyer, community advocates, and representatives from the Northeast Ohio Coalition for the Homeless. Several speakers called on county council to take action in response to Budish bowing to Kurtz's request to remove the men from the hotel, where they had been housed since April as part of a program by Lutheran Metropolitan Ministry to curtail the spread of COVID-19 in crowded shelters while supporting the local hotel industry during the pandemic. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Wednesday rejected a GOP request to make Congressman Jim Jordan a member of the new select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, arguing that Jordan's actions and statements might jeopardize the probe's integrity. Pelosi also rejected Indiana's Jim Banks, another Republican member of Congress whom House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy sought to appoint. But she said she would allow three other Republican nominees to serve on the committee and asked McCarthy to send her two more Republicans for the committee seats that Banks and Jordan would have filled. Jordan, of Champaign County, is the top Republican on the House Judiciary Committee and among former President Donald Trump's most vocal supporters in Congress. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up.